Hey, this is Ross the Boss from Ross the Boss Band, Dictators, Death Dealer, and you're listening to Brutally Delicious Podcast. Be back. My notes. I don't know, you talked to you a couple, I don't know, a few months ago when the record came out. Okay. And uh, I know you have all just stuck in the, in the weird funk that everybody's been stuck in, but how does it oh feel now God. that you're able to get yourself out and you know, start touring? Because you listed a whole bunch of touring dates now, well, right? I mean, we're going to start touring in eight. My first show is going to be April 20. Um, no, we're going to have three shows here in the, uh, New Jersey, Brooklyn, um, Massachusetts, a couple of warm ups, and then, uh, April 21st, um, in Barcelona. What is it going to feel like to, uh, personally to get out there and do this again? Are you doing anything in particular to differently than you normally would? No, you know, no. I mean, just listen. We're professional musicians to get into shape is two rehearsals and uh, we have the show. Uh, you know, it's just been such such a long time, but everyone's been busy. Everyone keeps playing, you know, so uh, it's not like you, we haven't touched our instruments in two and a half years. No, no, I know. But is it going to be different getting on stage after having not been out there for such a while? You're going to be nervous or any kind of different feelings? I, you know, we, I don't think anybody knows what to expect. You know, from the crowds. I mean, I've seen I've seen uh, videos of the crowds. They seem right back right back where they left off. There, they they want the live music. They want the metal. They want the rock and roll. Um, I think that it's going to be fantastic. I think the there's a pent up energy there um, yeah. that will be. You know, I think there it's going to be undeniable, and uh, you know, we're ready to we're ready to feel that emotion again. I hundred percent. I'm with you hundred percent as a fan. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I love hearing that uh, that up northeast accent because I'm originally from New York and grew up in you know in and around Lamore and Slip Disc Records and ah okay. I imagine you're familiar with uh, Lamore for sure, right? Oh yeah, I played there many times with Manowar. Yeah, and then uh, I think I saw you guys. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like at the Rio Theater in Valley Stream. Could be near the could near be. across the street from Slip Disc Records, if you remember them. Yeah, I think man will play there. I think I don't. It might not have been with me though. I don't know what year was it. Uh, I'm thinking eighty five, eighty four, oh, somewhere in there. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Sure. I mean, those are the old after days. It wasn't after eighty eight. It wasn't me. So. Right. I think I think that's when it was. And I mean, it was that whole time with, you know, like the Slip Disc Records and Lamore, and then even the recent passing of our mutual friend there, John Zazula. I mean, that was right. all part of that whole little community, right? Yep. Yep. It was a tight-knit middle community, for sure. And uh, yeah, Very, very sad with, with John and Marshall gone now. So. It, it totally is. But, man, when you look back at their contributions, I don't know where the metal world would be without, you know, his visionariness, if that's a word, or his... Oh, definitely. They changed. They changed the landscape of heavy metal. That's for sure. Um, I just did. A, I'm a. I'm a, a give me metal DJ. Um, give me metal DJ. It's a internet uh, metal internet thing. Um, I just did a show that my show last Friday was dedicated to John and Marsha. We had a we had a uh, Megaforce show. <laughs> oh, really? That's great. Where was it? At? Yeah. You said it's an internet show. Yeah, you have to download the app. Uh huh. Give me metal. And it's black, black and white, and right. you can see it and download it. And you get to talk to whenever, when, whenever any show you want is on. You can talk to, you can talk, you could uh, 
you know, chime in. And, oh, that's kind of uh, cool. It's really cool. Yeah. And you just, but everything's pre, everything is pre recorded. Oh, okay. Uh, so, right. Yeah. So what's it going to be like uh, putting together a set list for, for this stuff? I mean, obviously you're going to play Born of Fire because that's the, uh, the central piece, but you going back and playing old Man of War stuff as well? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you know, we're going to do that and we're going to give them a whole bunch of songs off the new record. And cause I'm treating it like a new record because it just didn't get, we didn't tour it, you know, and everyone goes, you should do a new record. I go, I'm not doing a new record now. It's not, now is not the time for a new record. Right. You know, it's not, in, it's not in my labels. Uh, my label still hasn't recouped off their last record. Right. You know, so it's, it's not fair. Uh, you know, at the end, it's the, the Born of Fire is too great of a record. Too many right. great songs. They need to be played. It needs to be played. Right. And I mean, it got, you know? kind of got lost in the shuffle in the in the nonsense. But yeah, I agree with you. It needs to be brought out there. And Yeah. It came out right when the shitstorm hit, you know, and it just didn't, you know, I, it's just, just bad timing, bad, bad timing. Same thing happened with Testament. They're not, they're not putting out a new record. Right. Not a chance. I mean, I, you know, we pick it up. Yeah. Pick it up where we left off. Because, I mean, I'm not a musician, obviously, but I think that, you know, you put all this time and money into it. You can't just wish it away and move no. on to something else. You got to. No. It's not. It's impossible. It's just we can't do it. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You know, uh, all the money and, and then the hard work and then the, the studio hours will put into that record. And I'm not. I can't put it down. It's, it's ridiculous to, to even think of it. Right. I never thought of it. I didn't do it. You know, put up new music. Right? What just what? New music on what? On YouTube? Stop. <laughs> right. On, stop. stop. So you know, I've got a couple questions here for you. So, um, a uh, Ross the Boss show is going to be, I assume, multi generational at this point, right? Because you've got people like myself bringing their kids to the show. That's got to be pretty cool, right? As well, that it's living on. Especially in Europe, it's uh, it's that the case. The young kids are into metal. Uh, big time, the old school metal too, which is great to see. Um, I mean, they're into all the bands, anything. They're, you know, I think the European tastes are much more, I don't know, better <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it's going to be great to see all the new people. There has to be some new people coming in the shows. So these kids just came of age to go to shows, right? I just think there, it's, so. I just think it's cool. Like you know, we're getting to the age now where everything's like going to be multi generational at some point, right? Yep, yep. And that's got to be pretty we cool. Have, yeah, we have the parents that, that started coming to see us in the 80s, and now they're kids. And, uh, you know, even even their grandchildren. I mean, it's, yeah. that's, the, that's what it's gotten up to, so we're very excited. Did you ever imagine you'd still be doing this uh, so many years later? Well, I when I started my professional career in 1975 with the Dictators Go Go Crazy, um, I didn't think that in 2022 I would be out there still playing by, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about it I, uh, when I was that young. I was thinking about like next, like tomorrow, next the show coming up. Right. <laughs> it all seemed to just flow together. Uh, but I've been a professional music, musician for so long and done so many things. I mean, it's just been uh, an exciting thing for me. You know, it's just been something I can, and always strive to get better. Always strive to do, you know, harder. Do better. Play harder. Blah right. blah blah. You know. Do you find uh, it more difficult to be on the road? I mean, we're all getting older. Is it harder to do this regimen of? Because you got a pretty good sized tour going on. 
Yeah. Well, judging from the last tour we did, the, the U.S. show, the U.S. shows I did, what did I do? 25 shows or 30 right. shows? 30 shows. We had a RV. We pulling pulling our stuff. Um, that was fine. That was no problem. That was very comfortable for us. You know, I, you know, I get my rest. I, I'm in good shape. Thank God, I'm healthy. You know, I'm, I'm fine. There was no problem. If, you know, this this coming up upcoming tour, we did the bus. I got my, uh, I got the RTB stateroom. <laughs> <laughs> there you so, go. Yeah, I'll be fine. And you've got a fine. you've got a great package on that one too. I think it's Trauma and the other band is Ram. Is that right? Yeah, right. That's going to be and, a cool, um, that's a good, good package. Yeah, a few other new other bands and the other other uh, a few other segments of the tour, but it's going to be fantastic. We're, we're looking forward to it, and you know we'll get that old uh, old competitive thing going again between bands. I want that. So yeah, we're very, we're looking forward to it. The fellowship of, of the musician of the road, um, the, the, you know the meet and greets, the whole deal with the fans and everything. It's going to be it's going to be real cool. Are you concerned? And I mean, I guess you're maybe somewhat, maybe not. Are you concerned about the that maybe this whole nonsense we've lived through in the last year or two years hasn't gone away, and you're going to be dealing with a head on every day, or it doesn't even matter at this point? No, I I think from what it's, what what it's, what it's developing up to, I think it's. It's all over. I mean, it's not all over. It'll never be all over. It'll always, it'll always be like a, 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 a cold or a flu, right. something we have to deal with. But it's just another thing in the, in the repertoire of, of, of things that you can get. I mean, you know, right. I think it behooves on everybody to keep healthy, keep your, you know, they have all sorts of treatments for that now. And, you know, they have, uh, you know, ivermectin, all the good stuff. And, and I think it's going to, you know, we'll, we'll, people will learn how to deal with it. Plus, everyone has had it, probably, the, the Omicron. Right. And so there's got to be a, a mass a mass immunity to this stuff. So we'll see. I mean, listen, well, is it possible for another another strain to come? I absolutely think so. But right. uh, we'll see. But in the meantime, the, the, the medicine is getting better. Right. The treatment's getting better. I think we're more immune to a lot of things. And, uh, you know, we won't make the same mistakes that we did before. And like, like the stupid lockdowns, which never should have happened. And uh, we'll see. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't know if they should have happened or not. Everybody's got their own opinions on that. But, yeah, I think we're on the other side of it now. And time to move on and get playing because I'm dying to go to shows. And I'm sure you're dying yeah. to play a show. Absolutely. You're a musician, sir. I am not. I mean, I goofed around on the guitar growing up, but no, I just can't wait to be in an audience. And you talked yeah. about it already, that camaraderie, that fellowship, and, you know, it's just the same in the crowd. You miss the same people that you haven't seen in two years now that I drink a beer with and watch a show. Right, right, right. No, everybody's been in touch. All my hardcore fans have been in touch with us. They, they can't wait to see us. We're going to go to Greece. We have an insane, I mean, an insane fans in Greece. Mm-hmm. We're going to Malta for the first time. I mean, we're going to go a big Spanish run. So we're very excited, you know. So and I'm going to let you, I'll let you go here in a second, but I don't think you find that camaraderie or that fellowship in any other sort of musical genre, right? I mean, there's no, I don't think you find that in pop or country. There's like this whole family thing in the metal world that's existed forever. I think so. So it's pretty, it's pretty big. It's, it's definitely uh, strong. And, <laughs> and, it's, about it. and it's unlike anything, right? I mean, you could go to, some place you speak no English, but you all of a sudden have a 
an immediate connection with somebody and you bond over a riff and a beer and, you know, you're lifelong friends again. That's right. Language doesn't matter in metal. There's only one, there's only one uh, language that goes. Yeah. And that's metal. I agree. And it's, it's like you bond, over, you bond over that riff and then all of a sudden you've got lifelong friends, you know, in another country who speak no English, but. Exactly. Very odd. Anyway, thank you for making the time and squeezing me and I know you were busy. Oh, I'm sorry for the delay. No, man. no worries. I'm sorry. Be safe on the tour. Good luck, my friend. I will talk to you soon. Stay safe on the road. Okay. You got it. All right, be well. Bye. Hey, this is Scott from Fly on the Call. Each week I speak to a different musician, whether they're in an established band like Silverstein or The Wonder Years, or a band on the rise like Spanish Love Songs, Origami Angel, or Meet Me at the Altar. We discuss music and lyrics, the successes and challenges of being in a band, and more as we get to the core of each artist. The show features musicians of diverse genres and backgrounds, so there's always a chance I'll be talking to your new favorite band. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.